And we are back with I Hear I See Radio, episode 125. That was the sound of a uh, a 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew Code Red opening up to inaugurate the beginning of this episode. Uh, this was a gift brought to me by today's guest. Uh, recording date, it is currently October 8th of 2023. Uh, I plan on releasing this on October 22nd of this month. My name is Justin Comer, by the way. I'm the host of this program. The reason for the two-week delay between recording date and release date is because October 22nd is a very important day for the history of I Hear I See Radio. October 22nd of 2017 was the first day that I ever broadcasted a show live at KRUI, the University of Iowa's student-run radio station in Iowa City, uh, encouraged by, at the time, programming director Asa Crow. She had been to a few of the shows that I had been booking with my friend Carlos. That show was called I Hear, I See. (laughs) And she was like, hey, do you want to do a radio show? And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And then I did it. And here we are six years later. It's no longer a radio show. It's no longer weekly. It's no longer live. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, it is pre-recorded in my living room once a month. And it doesn't even have its own podcast feed anymore. Now it is a monthly feature on the Rock Hard Caucus podcast feed. Because Rock Hard Caucus overtook I Hear I See as my main audio medium production. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my guest, uh, as I said, brought to me a 20-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew Code Red. Full sugar, I might add. I'm going to drink 280 calories of (laughs) liquid sweetness uh, over the next hour or so. And the man who brought this to me... If you've been a long time listener to the show, you know. You know the anniversary shows mm-hmm. are very important. It's very important that we that we follow tradition and bring back Deroja Guamna to the show. Welcome. Hey man. Nice thanks for having me here. I was gonna say nice to have me here. It is nice for me to have you here. <laughs> Absolutely. Is it nice for you to have been here? Absolutely. No, I, I feel honored to be part of this tradition. It's kinda cool that you've that has been six years right, since you've right. done it. It was this. six years ago. And what a career I've built. You have built quite the career. And we've built, we've gone through our respective careers, haven't we? You know, having, yeah. whether it's sold office supplies. We're selling. extremely successful men. Exactly. In the entertainment industry. Very much. Here, 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 here. And uh, DeRosia is drinking a bottle, a 20 ounce bottle of oh. Mountain Dew Spark, Spark? Zero. I, right? bl- yeah, I think it's like some like. It's like raspberry lemonade, right? Yeah, actually it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, you listed the ingredients from the thing. Yeah, I see raspberry and a, and a thing of lemon. And because of the beatus, it's zero calories. So, you right, know, right. And, I usually drink the zero sugar stuff. What, you do? Days. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because last time you were at my house, you had zero sugar Coke, which is phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I tend to like the, the zero branded yeah. pop flavors. Well, I'm do sorry. You say soda or pop, Georgia? Damn. Um, thanks to my wife. I think 45% of me has, has kind of gravitated <laughs> towards the soda realm. Really? Yeah. So she says soda. She, she says, she, and I, I love her death. She'll be like, soda. <laughs> but no, like pop is more expedient because it's just the mm-hmm. one syllable, right? And you know, and yeah. we live in the Midwest and that's what you say. You say, you say pop. I think you're supposed to. Yes. But like, I think that, uh, you know, like Iowa City, like people come from all over to mm-hmm. go to school here. So we get like a mix of the regional dialects. We do. We definitely, yeah. Soda, I feel like, 
I feel it kind of implies the sophistication. But, you know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the Iowa, Iowa folks, you know, like I'll, I'll take a soda, you know, with my mixed drink or whatever, you know. Right. But that's, yeah. that's when you don't want to, you want to hide your background. Exactly. But Cedar Rapidians. <laughs> I would like a soda, please. Cedar Rapidians are Mount Pleasanters <laughs> or anywhere in this rural states, I guess, pop. I'll take the real, pop. yeah, the real people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The hardworking ones. <laughs> right. Uh, so, Droja, I brought up, you know, I want to be really formal and read your bio. Um, oh, you don't have to do that. <laughs> but go ahead. I brought up your website, dguamna-music.com. And I don't remember if I did this last year or the year before. Um, how long have you had this website? Man. Not super long, Not right? long at all. It's like, it is poorly maintained. And it's been like, it's. It, I've had it for about a year. It's one of those okay, where it's like, okay. I've had it, you know, like a... You get I think a nice, it was up last time we recorded one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think it really changed much, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I read the the bio. So go ahead, let, go me, right let ahead. me see. See what <laughs> see what happens as a means of introduction to anyone who may be new to Derosia. You know, as I said, he's been on every anniversary episode of I Hear I See Radio. So Damn that right. this would be the sixth time. I think you were also on the hundredth episode. I was. Yes, yeah, the, that was pretty cool. The four hour radio show that I did. <laughs> yeah, and then you've been on Rock Hard Caucus twice. I think that was awesome. Right? So yes. so anyone who's listened to the stuff that I do, you should be familiar with Derosia. But in case you're not. Here's his bio on his website. It's written in first person, so oh, I'm going to be playing the character of Derosha Guamana. Right <laughs> a lot of likes and uhs and all that stuff, <laughs> if you please. Hello, welcome to the site. My name is Derosha Guamana, a lifelong Midwesterner circa February 5th, 1988. So that's your birth date? Yes, sir. You just put that right out there, huh? <laughs> you sure did. Yeah, I hope that's not part of your like bank password or anything. Oh, God, I'm going to change <laughs> that shit, don't I? Damn it. Uh, I am a proud father and spouse, and perhaps the most insatiable Pokemon nerd you'd, you'd ever meet. Correct. Is that true? Are you the most insatiable? The most? I would, especially within a 100-mile radius. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Did you play the... Um, there was an expansion released for Violet and Scarlet yeah, recently? Unfortunately, yes, I have. It, it's like two hours long. It's two hours long and a waste of $35. They had some angsty little eleven-year-old that is going to be the future, uh, you know, antagonist right, or whatever, right, right. because he can't. You handle- basically made a bad guy. I made a bad guy because yeah. he can't. He doesn't know how to craft a good team. You know, I'm sorry, man. Like I have like level eighty Pokemon, and like you know, you just can't handle a loss, man. And just- he has a terrible haircut. He has a horrible haircut, dude. <laughs> thank you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I played it too. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it's a. Yeah. Uh- yeah, well, at least, you know, for that $35, we also get a second we get expansion a second in a few months. Yes. Hopefully, it, it takes longer than two hours to complete. Oh, my goodness. we have. A, I'm sure we have a lot to talk about on and off air, but my goodness, what a DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's continue with yes. the bio. My love of music, and when I say my love of music, I mean Deroja's mm-hmm. love of music. Don't forget, I'm speaking in Deroja's first Doing person voice so here. Far. I'm playing the role. <laughs> my love of music started before my first memory. My parents regaling me of painfully embarrassing lyrics to made-up songs I used to sing on long car rides. This evolved into playing trombone in school ensembles and eventually diving headfirst in the world of music arranging and composition. I owe this to my wonderful high school band director, James DePriest, for igniting this passion. So, painfully embarrassing lyrics. Oh, my God. Do you recall any of those? Yeah. So, actually, there's one. There's, like, two, three songs. So, I, this 33% correct. So, like, there's one song that I don't remember. My dad, well, dad, like, told me that I sang, like, he, in, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to, like, uh, um, I'm going to, like, actually imitate him. He'll be, like, okay. He'd be, like, well, do you remember when you used to sing this song? You'd be like, my own baby, I love to see you 
Oh, because of you. And I always assumed it was like some girl of Impanema sort of thing or whatever. <laughs> and then that song, that's one song I do not remember. I'm like, I think you guys are just like implanting. You guys are definitely gaslighting me there a little bit. Because <laughs> I don't remember any of this shit. But yeah. then again, like you don't remember things until you're like three, I guess. And Is then that that's right? something like that. I mean, then again, that could also be fake news. Who knows? And then there's a couple other songs. There's one where I do remember. Um, God, I was so, I, I mean, I'm weird now, but I was weird as hell then. Like, I think my dad, my mom was right where, like, I was definitely on the spectrum, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation. So but, your mom, your mom thinks you are. Oh, she definitely. But there was, you never like, uh, were diagnosed or anything? Never was diagnosed. Yeah. But it's one of those where there were definitely, there were not so subtle hints, but definitely <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you definitely didn't, there definitely, the, the room didn't have to be quiet for you to hear something like, Hey, you are autistic, you know? <laughs> and like, everybody knows it except for you. But one of the songs, I guess, was uh, Driving on the Wrong Way. I'm sure they hated that song because I love my parents to death, but they weren't good drivers. My, my, my mom. Oh, so it was a song about their driving. About their driving, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But like, I, then I was just making shit up, you know? I like I was just like in the backseat. I was like, driving on the wrong way, beep, beep. You know, like, <laughs> I think that they like to regale me of this stuff because it annoyed them so much or right, whatever. Right, right. And then... I don't know. It's You're just, just like a little jingle baby. A little jingle baby, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's like, I think what it is, it's like, as a kid, you know, you had, um, I think the inhibitions were not there. You know, right. and as, you know, with my son, Iotunde. You hadn't I, been shamed so much. Yet. Exactly. You know, we haven't been shamed <laughs> until much later. And then that's when, like, the antidepressants come in. And that's when the inhibitions start to creep up. You're like, yeah, yeah I better. Be normal. Be normal. Exactly. I'm going <laughs> to, I better, you know, put a tight lid on this before the whole world knows about all this crap. But <laughs> as a kid, you know, and I just, that's the thing. You know, kind of like in a brief tangent, it's like, it's nice being able to, it was nice being able to just be yourself and, you know, people just being immersed by it, regardless of what other people thought or whatever, you know, and, and those songs were definitely a big part of that for me. Looking mm. back though, I'm like, at the same time, at the same time, I'm like, man, these songs just made no sense or cringeworthy. Well, you know, it's a little kid song. It's a little kid song, yeah, but it's like, it's <laughs> you know, but like, can you imagine yourself singing these songs now? Can you imagine singing that song to Ashley about like driving on the wrong way? And Ashley's like, dude. Like, not right now. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I need to figure out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, things like yeah. that. It's like, you know, it's it's crazy what the brain, you know, like, what you're able to come up with at, even though you're, like, a three, four-year-old, but your mind just thought it was a good idea to let that happen, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah. And your parents were there as, like, the, you know, as the insatiable, like, uh, time capsule. Hey, you remember when you did this embarrassing thing? <laughs> Well, it's this is for you to know. If only now. they've been carrying a tape recorder. If only they've exactly. <laughs> so that's where those songs, you know, and I think that's and I, honestly, I think because of coming up with those stupid songs, I guess, and being just shape, not be, you know, being shamelessly me. Yeah, I think that's. I think allowed me to just. I think that's where music became a safe space for me sure, in middle school, sure, high school, sure. yada yada. Yeah, just because even though, of course, I was making an effort to contain myself <laughs> to not be completely. So damn weird, but you know, to that didn't really help. You know, you know, it was pretty futile. You know, yeah. I was still a weird kid. You know, and but earlier in my life, that there was no containing that. Yeah. You know, well, I was gonna say when I when I met you, you were 
probably like 20 already, right? Right. But So by that time, it seemed like you were pretty comfortably yourself. Right. Did you feel that way at the time? Oh, man. So you knew me at Co, right? Like yeah. You saw like the, my sartorial like failures, you know, like the way I was just dressing up. Like, I think one time, like, I just... Actually, I remember remember one time, like, it was uh, every... At the end of every year, um, we had, like, our... Um, so, I remember on Thursday, recital hour. You know what I'm sure. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at, um, so, every year in recital hour, they had, like, lost and found. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, half your stuff. Yeah, half my <laughs> shit. Swear to God. So, nobody had any questions. Like, okay, so, we're auctioning... So, you know, the, the, the normal things, right? Like, uh, you know, it could be... So, you know, a cell phone case, yada, yada, or like a can of pop or whatever, or some loose. Mo- and then coming up to my shit, it was like four pairs of pants, you know, <laughs> a jacket, you know, and like an extra large sweatshirt. I swear to God, I'm like, oh, that's mine. Yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. You know, I was just like that absent minded, you know, just devil may care, like just completely aloof, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, I don't know. It's because coming from high school to I think I let some of those um I tried to I think I let some of those idiosyncrasies of myself just carry me over, hoping that that would let me get a passing grade. That didn't work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did just enough just to get by and get my damn diploma. Yeah. That I yeah. lost, by the way. Um I left it I, I left it at ACT, my old job, so I need to get that back. But uh, <laughs> that's a whole ass other thing. Now, but, uh, well, there's no evidence that you finished college then, right? There is not. As yeah. of as of right now, as of this recording, there is zero evidence. <laughs> unless you really wanted to reach out to like the to this, you know, if you wanted to reach out to the registrar, you know, and find out that way, I guess yeah, you could I, do you'd that. You have to like pay for a new one. If, yeah, if someone printed, really think, wanted right? to find out, did DeRoja Benedict want to graduate college? <laughs> I don't think I knew your middle name was Benedict. Yeah, I also have Diaz. I know it's a B, but I didn't know. Yeah, Benedict. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's another. Yeah, you would have never thought. <laughs> do I look like a Benedict? Named after Benedict. Arnold. That would be hilarious. Your parents wanted you to be a traitor. <laughs> they wanted. They really. They like. We're gonna have you. You know, as immigrants, they wanted to. You know, find a way to tie me to the states. You know, let's name it after a traitor. No, yeah, a, a historical figure that everyone loves. Everyone likes. <laughs> yeah. Hence, you know, my uh, painful growing up. You know, yeah. I'm kidding. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I think, but going back to like our college days, it's. I appreciate you saying that because I know that I was trying to make an effort to. Get into composition, into music, and just try and... Uh, be a very serious person. Be serious, yeah. <laughs> to be serious enough, right? But, that was when I was trying to be serious, too. Back but then. you... I think college is the time. For college, that. exactly. Where you pretend that you're going to be like a serious professional. Serious professional. Yeah. And, but then again, it's like, I think the powers that be, I think they're, even though they're older than us, I think they're also trying to do the same thing, too. You know, they just had titles, you know, and they were professors and whatnot, and they did the best that they could, too, as well, in trying to change it. But it's like, it's not to say that they weren't perfect. You know, they were, they were great. I, you know, I really appreciated my time there, you mm-hmm. know, and I learned a lot from them, too. But I feel like the reason that I wasn't expelled is because <laughs> I think that they allowed me to make the mistakes that I made, you know, and like they can laugh about it later or whatever. Well, what would they have expelled you for? <laughs> That's a good question. You didn't right? like commit any crimes, did I, you? That's true, right? I need to like clear myself. Like I am not, I'm not a serial whatever. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to like. I didn't kill nobody or hurt no. nobody. But no, but that's a good point. It spells a true strong word, but I, you know, fail or yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I think that 
I feel like I was a, you know, I feel like I was a Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, just like this weird kid from West Philadelphia yeah, into like Mount this, Pleasant. yeah, or Mount Pleasant, yeah, Mount Pleasant, West Mount Pleasant, exact same. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, minus like the minus like the two black people that live there is essentially the same town, right? West Philly and Mount yeah. Pleasant. You're from the black neighborhood. From the black Mount neighborhood. Pleasant. The black neighborhood <laughs> street is a black neighborhood. Well, let's be honest, like all the. Every African person that went that was in the 12, 20 mile radius of Mount Pleasant and that went to um, Iowa Wesleyan, which we yeah. all know that closed down. Right, right, right. Basically, any minority slash immigrant family that lived around the area got to know the Guamness because they got free shit. You know, my, my mom and dad would like basically have them over and just this would be like their second home. It's like when you They're very generous, people. very generous. Yeah. It's like when you start Legends of Zelda. And you go, you walk into that cave and they hand you a sword. Yeah, that's those my are your dad. Parents. Yeah, my dad's like, listen, handing everybody swords. Listen, it's dangerous to go alone in Mount Pleasant. Please take this African sword or whatever. Oh, and by the way, have our fridge and have the contents in our fridge. <laughs> that's where I get that. That's shit. really cool. No, it's to an extent, right? I mean, it's <laughs> well cool. to be the. To be their son and then see that over and over. Yeah. Maybe like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I give away so much shit too. You know, I get that from my parents where like my mom and dad, like they're so hospitable. I love them to death. But yeah. it's like, they will give away. They give their damn card to a freaking stranger. Like my dad be like, Dorja, you must come back home and you must give away your keys. Like dad, for what? <laughs> just listen. Just don't, don't like, don't say any word. Don't, don't ask any questions. Just drop off your keys. <laughs> And then we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, dad, you know, so that's somebody needs your car. Somebody needs your car, you know, and what will be, will, you know, did that really happen? No, but okay. actually, no, 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 no. Actually, <laughs> when I borrowed my mom and dad's car, ironically, I think they asked me to, you know, to lend their keys back to the person that needed it more than I did because I was just frankly just going to go to Walmart and buy some candy. So let's be honest. But yeah. Yeah. No, but, um, you know, I, I'm thankful for our college days. I definitely, you know, there are times I'm like, damn, did I spend all that money just to like goof around, make some silly songs together, right? Um, try to learn counterpoint and all these things. Have a, you know, have a two year failed relationship, you know, meet a lot of these, a lot of these interesting people. Um, and you know, I, I'm doing, you know, I'm, we're, you know, we do, we have our respective music sort of paths that we've carved for ourselves mm-hmm. here, here. We just fist bump. We just fist bump. We had to fist bump. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's like, would, would we have been, would we have been right to assume that that was going to be like our, our bread and butter? Like, were we going to, like, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, were we going to. I mean, I don't think I was ever. Philosophically speaking. I don't think I was ever deluded enough to think that that would really probably happen. I don't know, but like I did. Yeah. Like I'll ask you like what, when you like, as you know, when you went into co, like what were you thinking? Like, not what were you thinking being a music <laughs> composition major, but like from your old man, what were you thinking? No, I'm kidding. But, uh, well, I guess, you know, I was like, Oh, there's a, there's a water softener filling oh, up in the basement. Okay. So if you hear a little hiss, everyone listening, uh, that that's just what happens when you record in your home. <laughs> um, well, your parents are college professors, both yes. of them, right? Yes, they, yeah? they were. But they yes, were, that's but the college is gone now. Yes, that <laughs> they, is they had already retired, right? Yes, yeah, rest, yeah. Yeah. rest yeah. in peace, Iowa Wesley. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so for you, it was probably like college was like a given, right? It was very much so. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of the same for me. Like, it didn't feel like not going to college was like an option. Like, I, I was smart enough. Like, I did well in school oh, you, you, all, all the way through yes, until until then. So it was like college was like, yeah, you're going. Mm-hmm. It, I never was like, eh, I don't really all want right. to or anything. But it was like the only thing I was interested in at all 
was music, right? Mm -hmm. So I just like, uh, I applied to one school for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is the thing, right? Like it's, it's not so much that I thought like, oh, I'm going to be a successful composer. It's just like, this is the only thing that at all holds my interest right now. Wow. (laughs) Aside from, you know, I can't go to college for World of Warcraft. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, knowing these days anymore, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, right. like, there are esports. There are esports. Now. Yeah. God, can you imagine if there are esports while we were at Co? We'd be screwed. <laughs> I'm telling you. I would have no time for my Beethoven paper, my 1520 page Beethoven paper, because I'd be playing Smash all the time. Right. No, yeah. but I get that completely. Like, and like, I think similar to your, like, path to going to college and that was the that was like the that was like the there was no if ands or buts about it it was the same there was like there was no trade school there was no job corps peace i mean there was peace corps as an opportunity because my parents did something like that in nigeria right, right right but it was like your ass is going to school like point blank yeah but there was also the other caveat too on top of that my parents so a big thing especially like in third world countries like nigeria um, I know, and I don't want to speak for other places too, you know, but especially like in Africa, West, you know, Nigeria, mm-hmm. like if you weren't going to be a doctor, if you weren't going to be a lawyer, if you're going to be a scientist, then what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, so you can imagine my parents. Wait, is Nigeria third world? Oh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. If yeah. you look at the Gini index. I mean, like, not that I've ever been there or really studied this, but no, I've heard Nigeria is like the biggest economy in Africa, right? It is. It, okay. Correct. It yeah. is the number one. So, for, yeah. So, fun fact. I think Nigeria is 200 million people. Yeah. It is the most populous country in Africa. Okay. In, in, let alone West Africa, obviously. But I think second might be Egypt or um, Ethiopia, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too. Living in a Nigerian, in an African household, you better know all 53 African countries. We had to do uh, that. Chad. Chad, right? Namibia, right? I know some. Yeah. So you best believe Tunde would at least know half of them, you know? And then, and then we'll, Tunde will learn whatever he wants. But, but like, that's the thing though. Like, in the, I love what my parents were trying to do to get me to focus on like the bigger thing, right? Which was at least to get, you know, to be better suited in this country more so than they were, mm-hmm. um, they didn't really have much help when they got, I mean, they did get help, but they, they, there's only so much they could do by themselves with four kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and especially not fully understanding the mores of like, and they, they lucked out too, cause they lived in the Midwest. Can you imagine if they lived like in the South or the, or the coast? They'd be like, it'd be kind of sink or swim, right? In so, terms of money, definitely. In terms of yeah. money, right? Yeah. And in terms of just like the Midwestern kindness or whatever. Well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, you we know, it's not that, universal. No, no, it ain't. I mean, that could be safe for the Rock Hard Caucus, right? But hey, I mean, they've merged now. So, they've, you know, essentially, we, we can get into politics. We certainly, no, for real though. <laughs> but like, but when it came to um, expectations and such, they definitely instilled in us, hey, we want you to look at, you know, we want you to be really serious about your future. You know, macroscopically speaking, that's really what the focus was for me. And they definitely put a lot of effort, effort into me just because I was the oldest. And and like we talked, like we alluded to, too, like me being frankly on the spectrum, I need a lot of like guidance. Sure. You know what I mean? I yeah. will, looking back, I definitely did just because, you know, I would have these fleeting moments. Like I, I want to. I want to play Pokemon or, you know, or I want to play my instrument or I want to do all these different things that would hold my interest or whatever. I'll start something and then I'll, you know, it's like chasing cars, you know, like it's so like, you know, I see all these fleeting interests here and there. Mm-hmm. And like, it was really something that I needed from my parents, I think, just to 
get me to really think about, um, really think about my future because living at home, you know, in high school, that was a given, obviously, because that's, you know, I was in high school, yada, yada. But when you get to college, things are going to be a little bit more incumbent on what you decide to do. You know, you, you know, ultimately it's going to fall on you. Yeah. And I don't know, but at the same time, like, I love music, man. That was one of the first times where, like, you, like, this is what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, and like maybe as a, as like a fallback, there was computers because I love that stuff too, which my mom and dad really wanted me to get into also. But I'm like, man, I want to be a music teacher. I want to be like James the Priest, you know? But, you know, <laughs> was that first semester, I'm like, you know, I cannot imagine teaching that little kid Jimmy with the braces to play trumpet. There's no freaking way. <laughs> I, listen, I love my teachers to death, but there's, man, that, that was, that was a sign. I'm like, I am not cut out to do, <laughs> to teach like this because I don't have no patience or like the, organizational skills there's no way yeah so like but yeah with composition i feel like thanks to you um you know john mills all these folks you know carson gingerfield um that got me to at least hone my craft a little bit you know and you focused on one thing focus on one thing a little bit yeah yeah it didn't matter that it wasn't chemistry pre-med all these things that i really had no interest in even though that it was probably going to be more um that was going to pad my wallets compared to, you know, mm-hmm. writing music or whatever. That's, I mean, if, can you imagine like if you went into school into something that like business, I can't, I can't imagine us as business majors. There's no freaking way. No, we will no. probably, we will probably, you know, know enough of the link, you know, know enough to get by, but the interest would not hold us. No. You know what I mean? No. I can speak for myself at least, you know, but I can, I, <laughs> I, you know, I probably would assume for, you know, uh, no, I, I don't think I could handle. I don't know. I can't handle any any <laughs> any school besides what I did. I don't think right because that's what we you know. But that I, was- I think I think I get something that you're saying is like mm-hmm. you know regardless of what subject you were focused on, it it taught you to be able to focus on something for exactly. an extended period of time. And I got the same thing. Like like up to that point, I had never really studied. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like I got I got through you know high school like with very little effort. Yeah, and I was kind of, like just relying on just like being smart enough, mm-hmm. you know. And then in college, I had to like actually, actually crank down learn right. how to like spend time working on something instead of just knowing how to do it easily. Yes. Other than calculus, that was hard in high school. Oh, dude, yeah, calculus. You ever no, take a calculus class? No, dude. Actually, I, I'm a nerd. Actually, I, I don't know if you've. Uh, so I might. This might be free advertising for the Khan Academy, but I learned about <laughs> calculus through the Khan Academy a few years ago. Okay. Learned about derivatives and integrals, and it was kind of. Inter- That's where you did like your programming classes. Yeah, okay. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing too yeah um and that was the thing um i think it's one thing when i think with school where i struggled is that when people kind of ascribed when people kind of ascribe you're going to learn x y and z well if you're putting this in front of me and you expect me to consume it it's kind of like with the leading the horse to water and you're expecting me to drink this too and it's like obviously i know that i have to consume this in order to succeed in life or in order for the horse to be able to trot along or whatever not be thirsty but it wasn't I I didn't voluntarily choose this. You're not thirsty. I'm not thirsty, right. Yeah. Even though like it's kinda like with you know, with a child, you know, like with Tunde, it's like, hey, eat the goddamn brownie or you know, eat these we are <laughs> force feeding your baby yeah. brownies, huh? Right? I know. That's another thing. Um Sarah's probably gonna hear this. I love I love our son to death, but he eats the worst shit. Like he'll eat Cheetos and all that stuff, but that's the shit that he'll eat. You know what I mean? That's right, all right. you know. If you get him to eat, he's if you it. get him to eat, that's what he'll want or yeah. whatever. But he'll you know, he'll drink his water and all that kind of stuff. But it's like 
But, you know, it's kind of like that same thing, you know, it's like he'll eat when he wants to eat or whatever, but it's like, we have to remember too, like, it's kind of like a, you know, we kind of had to meet him where he's at. We're not, we can't force feed him stuff or else going to waste all that food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we, you know, K through 12, obviously, um, there's only so much wiggle room freedom or whatever that a student's going to have. You know, you can't be like a canary and be like, you know what? I don't want to learn about shapes. I don't want to about the eighth. You know, I don't want to learn about the. Yeah. You know, I don't want to learn about my letters and numbers. Is that how uh, Montessori schools work? I, you know, I wonder. <laughs> it's like, can I, you know, can I like draw this picture instead, or can I pick up a? Yeah, I don't know. I, I really gonna, don't know. I, I've, I've know heard. I've heard it's a little more self directed. Ex- yeah. Exactly, <laughs> and that's that's exactly it. I think with college, is definitely more self direction that. I was, you know, that it was nice to get in in high school to an extent too with music. You know, that was one of the only times where I was able to be like, you know what? You know, I'm going to do jazz band, concert band, yada, yada, for sure. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, and the other stuff that I. I was definitely blowing off other stuff. Yeah. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Favorite music at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, no, it's um, I forgot where to. But yeah, as far as like as far as school and stuff like that, like I uh, what I've learned, it said is obviously it's not for. The idea that, you know, the college, the college experience may not be for everybody, but mm-hmm. if it's, if there's something that you really, that a kid wants to do or really, if there's an avenue for it and college is the way to do it, why not check it out, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's not the only way, right? you know? Yeah, and yeah. that's something that, no, I wish I had that hold on loosely, but don't let go sort of like <laughs> thing about it, you know? Yeah, I had no perspective about it. It was like, you know, well, this is the path in front of me. I exactly. guess I'll do this. My I'll only guess, option thank in you. life. Right. Um, we've been going for almost half an hour yeah, and we haven't played any music. So we, we should play something. Yeah. But then I have a, another avenue for us to go down with that like school discussion. Yeah. What um, you got? So on your bio, it mentions that one of your musical projects, you play trombone yes. in a No Doubt tribute oh band my God, called yes. Faux Doubt. Yes. And I saw uh, recently that Faux Doubt put something up on Spotify. Yes, sir. And you played on that, right? I sure did. Okay, good. So this is it's a cover of uh, Spiderwebs by No Doubt. And it's by uh, Cedar Rapids based, right? That's correct. Tribute band Faux Doubt. Um, so, yeah, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, Gwen Stefani and, and the fellas, uh, <laughs> here's, here's a, a local group that plays their songs and they've got uh, spider webs up on Spotify now. Uh, so let's listen to that and we okay. can maybe talk about it for a minute after. Sounds good. Bye. 
That was Spiderwebs. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> that was Spiderwebs by Fodout, uh, originally written and performed by No Doubt mm-hmm. on their 1995 album Tragic Kingdom. Uh, and the trombonist in that recording is sitting across from me now, Daroja Guamna. Uh, do you, have you guys recorded anything else besides that? That, I think that's the only thing that we've recorded. We had the, uh, there is the music video that we did on, in, um, in our, um, our our drummer's sister's bass drummer's sister's bedroom that was pretty fun. Oh, for I don't think I saw that. Yeah, a uh, video for this song. A video for okay. that one. Yeah, yeah. So you put that on YouTube or something like that, or I can share. I can share it with you. Yeah. Um, and then I can share the mem. So there's a. Oh, I can tell you some of the people that were that were part of it are part of the photo out. So you got Tristan Dockner who plays drums, Don Sedlicek who is our Glenn, um, Cornell VZ he mm-hmm. is uh, the bass player. Uh, I think you went to school with him, didn't I you? I did. I went to high yeah. school with him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were in Japanese class together. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, Darren Barker, he is um, he's a guitar player and backup singer, one hell of a singer, amazing musicians. And then one of my, dear, one of my best friends, uh, Jessica Palmer, playing trumpet mm-hmm. on the show. And then uh, this Saturday, you're, you'll be able to catch us at um, at where the hell? God, what's that place? Riverside. Riverside Casino. That's River- this Saturday? This Saturday. So the uh, 14th? Yes, sir. Okay. Like yeah. I said, I'm releasing this on the 22nd, so maybe I'll post something about okay. that ahead of time. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening now, you missed the show. <laughs> Do you, yeah, yeah. It was such a good time, man. I'm so, so sore, man. <laughs> um, we're going to be, um, we opened for Earth, Wind, and Fire. An Earth Within Fire cover band. Okay, I was gonna say that's pretty serious. Yeah, no, oh yeah, oh, I know, right? I'd be freaking out. Um, it's a their group is called Shining Star from Chicago. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, no, honestly, it's a great it's a great group, man. Honestly, uh, everybody just everybody just has a good time. Um, there's it's just a lot of fun stuff to play. I've never really, you know, with Soul Sherpa, you know, we a lot of original stuff. Um, with Faux Doubt, it's interesting, you know, I've never been in a cover band right. before. And so. Soul Sherpa is a band that DeRosa used to be in, mm-hmm. by the way. Yep. And there's, there's also on Trombo. Also on Trombo. And they're still out there doing stuff yeah, too. Yeah, they sure are. After like what, like eight years? So props to it's that. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way back when I was on the radio, I did an episode with, I think three of them. I know Ian was there Ian. and Nico, I think. Probably like Hank or Lucas or one of those folks. Or I think Inga. it was Lucas. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. A long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? My goodness. Yeah. No, man. Um, for lo- that longevity for, for local groups, is that's pretty big. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, So yeah. I got to give it to them, you know? It's a, and it's a lot of people on yeah. stage. So It's like, <laughs> I always joked it's kind of like Wu-Tang, you know? <laughs> it's just like, you know, Cedar Rapids Wu-Tang. But yeah. <laughs> No, I'm trying to get you actually adjusting the for a saxophone like future. I think the band was like low key open to it. Yeah. So you know, I don't know like what the next year is going to look like. Yeah, because you just got a trombone and trumpet now. Right? Trombone and so. trumpet. Yeah. So like, I bet there's a song or two that could probably use some you know extra hornage. Yeah, I mean, know. I know that no doubt had like a full horn section sometimes, right? Yeah. 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 
But yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, there's sometimes that you know we're you know everyone's doing like background stuff. If I'm not really playing nothing, so you know it's nice to it's nice to feel you get like, a lot of breaks. Oh, in yeah, a ska band as a trombonist, <laughs> dude. You be. I need to make sure that my that my wife or my son has my has my phone, so I'm not like a bad like I'm not a bad like you know band on stage. Like, yeah, it's like you know mess the shit over. Uh, that's funny. No, no. Um, but yeah, man, um, it's a photo. I've been doing it for like four years. This would be like the second time I think that I played with them um, on on stage or whatever. Right. But yeah, I think because with COVID, that's definitely been the big like you know snafu for a lot of folks. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, um, it's been cool. Like they've been going for like for four or five years now. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um, we were talking about school before. We were talking and about school. Something I was thinking about, but I didn't want to open up the topic before we played some music. Um, yeah, what's up? So uh, the student loan payments are, are oh, supposed Jesus. to supposed to have started, right? Not, yeah. Did you did you pay it? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. You want to know something funny? So okay, so if uh, unless like Biden or whoever our next president is going to be, you know, that's a whole other thing. So Donald Trump. Yeah, it's, yeah, most likely. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker. You're not kidding. Um, so well, you're not kidding. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Right? <laughs> they as far as as. As far as like the feds know, I, th- I think I still make sixteen dollars an hour. So I mean, I the, the hopefully the IRS doesn't listen to this. Yeah, oh, or yeah. the Department of Education. I don't I think even for know both who, of our sakes. Who would even care? Like right, know. rock yeah. hard, rock hard caucus is going down. <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be the first time a government official said right. the name of our podcast. Can you imagine like fifteen <laughs> like unmarked cars in front of your house or whatever? You know, hey, like you know, I've been afraid of it before. I mean, the Johnson County Sheriff is coming for my. I'm head. telling you, man, you need to get. I wouldn't. <laughs> Saw, I swear to God, I almost saw uh, uh, what that that uh, key, what the hell is it called? That ring doorbell for oh, you? A spy camera. A spy camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like I wasn't sure how you feel about it, but man, I do it for you <laughs> just so that you know. You I be- yeah, I don't like the the Amazon thing. I hear you. I, like I I don't want to. <laughs> because they store the video like on some kind of cloud service, don't hey, they? Dude, actually, you know what I. You may not be wrong about that. I, yeah. I think if you, I if I were to do some like hardcore surveillance system on like, my yeah, house, I would want it to be all internal. I, I think know? knowing like how you closed you're, uh, kind of closed circuit, that? right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, closed yeah. circuit. I think I bet you could probably honestly get that done. Not that I, not that I would have you spend a thousand dollars on. This <laughs> I don't shit. think it's that expensive. No, you could probably. A, I mean, I don't really want to do it. <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to do this. Right? <laughs> but you, you're a DIYer. You know, I feel like you'd be able to get something pretty. You know, you can probably get something pretty robust and not crazy money, you know, boom, 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 in your set. Just hit the corners, yeah. Hit the corners, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, can you imagine Donald Trump be like, you know, Justin Comer and then, the, you know, Ashley Black over there in his trombone <laughs> just talking about seal loans. I, I do a terrible Trump, so. <laughs> but no, um, so as far as. Anyway, I haven't paid it either. I haven't paid shit. Honestly, well, that's the thing, too. So when I was when I did Habitat for Humanity, I did a it was an AmeriCorps stint that I did two oh, right. years after I graduated. Yep. Had no business on the construction site. I mean, that was just really it was on the job. Not to do most people who do not that. Not to do most people, yeah. but listen, I was useless. Like I had no reason swinging a hammer. I had no business doing any of that stuff. But I mean, I got paid minimum wage and I got five thousand dollars towards student loans or uh-huh. whatever. You know, that that I could put toward my student loans, which I did like a foolish person instead of putting that towards like a search cert- certificate. Cause guess what? Every dollar of those student loans 
went towards my interest. Yeah, exactly. Like every, I'm like, dude, yeah. like, what's the freaking point? You know? So like, it just felt like I was just hemorrhaging this when I could have put towards like a class or something. You know what gives? So, or, you know, $5,000, you can get a nice, you uh, get, <laughs> anything. A nice anything. Exactly. <laughs> right. Shit. I wore myself, man. Treat myself. So, um, I got something, you know, because good old, you know, because, uh, the whole, we kind of fumbled a bet on that whole, um, you know, hey, we'll pay off your student loans $10,000. Yeah, but, right, right. The so, president said that was going to happen. He said it was going to happen, but without getting too deep into it, I think like two, like people are like, oh, well, I was supposed to get this, but, you know, th- but I didn't get it. So nobody else should get it or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of what happens. Like, oh, great. So I hope that they don't have Facebook because I'm sure they'll get bombarded with like whatever but anyway um i got something i got something in the mail saying like hey you owe zero dollars and zero cents this month because something in the mail yeah interesting i got got something in the mail saying like hey this is what your next payment's gonna be because like i I think they still think that i I wonder if they don't know what my address is then oh yeah let's keep it that way let's keep it that (laughs) way because i never got anything yeah keep it that way dog yeah i got some emails but it's been a while it's like, but it's like one of those things where after next year, I think that my payments are going to be bumped up to like a few hundred dollars. I'm like, God, all right, here we go. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, man, it's, I, it just feels like I'm, it's like a prison sentence in my mm-hmm. opinion, you know, it's, it's dumb. Like I, I was looking forward to not having to worry about like this chunk of money or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have ridiculous. enjoyed not having to pay. It I have enjoyed it. <laughs> like Thank you. Three and a half years. Like, it's not our fault that the way that the, the how predatory the whole thing has been, you mm-hmm. know, and like, are you, you know what I mean? It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what was looming <laughs> over that conversation we had in the last segment. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, probably, we better we probably screwed ourselves for life by going to college. We kind of, yeah, like low key, <laughs> high key. Right. But uh, let's, um, let's kind of hope that. I mean, that's the thing. I know some people that have not had to worry about it, like kudos to them. But like yeah. for a lot of folks, you know, that are in our position, it's like I do worry just because yeah, that's yeah. a huge chunk of money. You yeah. know what I mean? I, like, And I'm I'm afraid to do – there's like – um, I forget what they call it. But they, they made like a new program where you can like uh, mm-hmm. set your payment based on what your income is, you know, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to lower it. It's supposed to. But I've seen so many people who they did it. And it, they ended up with a higher payment. Shut up, really? And it's like, well, I don't want to do it. Then. I don't want to do I, like, it. Right. I don't, I don't want to tell you anything exactly. because I don't know what will happen. I, and that's the thing. I think that they're going off of like what they had in the books before. I think when we did like the initial, like, Hey, the 10, $20,000 off or whatever. Right. I ain't going to tell them that. You Cause know, I like, did, I did fill something out when they said they were going to. Oh, really? When they said oh, they were going to forgive when it. When they said they were going to forgive it. Right. right. I, I applied for that. Yeah. I would just, yeah, stay mum, man. You know, mum's the word, you know, <laughs> and like if, you know, cause who knows what's going to happen like my wife's kind of optimistic about it she's like you know who knows what's going to happen or whatever yeah, but like yeah. yeah man um yeah i mean I mean, there are times I'm like, man, like, what if I just like die? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I have, I have a son. I you know like I better be here for him. You know, it's hey, like I mean, but that's I, real. Like, it's hard not to not have to those think thoughts. not yeah. to think that uh, that nuclear option. You know, like, what if I just like. Yeah. You know, um, disappear. You know what I mean? Like, like federally disappear. Yeah, they don't if, know, right? What if I, have, uh, whatever it was called in Breaking Bad, what's the oh, the, the vacuum repair? The vac- man yes, in. yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. I think we might have, you know, talked. That's, that's very expensive. Too, it, that it, exactly. That might be as much as our student loans or whatever. But no, man. Do you, um, yeah? Do you just ever just think to yourself like it's despite like how like in 2020 we may or may not have like averted 
said disaster, but it's like you look back with COVID and stuff like that. It's like, have things really gotten much better? Um, Without getting yeah. too deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we can get as deep as you want. Like, you, you know, it's like I try not to think about it because I don't want to think about what the other alternative would have been mm-hmm. because like that would have been pretty bad, too. Yeah. But it's like, damn. I mean, like, I think I, I still get real pissed off thinking about early 2020 when we had a chance to have our boy Bernie. Yeah. I know. You know, like yeah. the, I think about that. I think about a lot. I think a lot about that every time that there's like a debate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, February of 2020 was awesome, and then March was terrible, and life has been not great no, not since. Great since. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, yeah. I did- mean, like obviously, obviously, I was a heavy Bernie supporter. Oh yeah, I see your and sticker. I, and I it, love it. Oh yeah, it's on my laptop still. Not me. Us. Um, like you know still would be vastly superior to either option oh we, my were, God. we were presented. But have you been paying attention to this Israel stuff? Oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> awful, I have. Awful. And, and every every U.S. politician, including Bernie, is like, this was an unprovoked attack on Israel. It's like, how could you, how how can you, you say this? How can you say this? Exactly. <laughs> how can you lie to us so yeah. blatantly? Yeah, it's exactly like we're all like, yeah, it's bad. But it's like, dude, like, let's let's be real here. <laughs> like you saw, like, you know, now you're going to it's all too convenient. If you ask me just like how this all went down the way that it did. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, this whole pro Israel stuff, like it's it this, just, this is the topic where we can really get in trouble. Like, yeah, it is. It, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if any folks that are pro Israel, you know, like it's. I don't condone any of this crap that's happening. It sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's awful. But yeah, it's. Um. When I saw that on CNN I'm, or whatever, I'm like, okay, I better log off for a second <laughs> because I need to be. Um, I need to be. I need to be prepared for t- yeah, today. I've been looking it, forward to this. <laughs> it doesn't matter what we say it about does, this. It know? does not matter. No. But no. Yeah. You know, I, I support the Palestinian liberation efforts. Hell yeah, and, me too. <laughs> the strip, and uh, yeah, it, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be extremely no matter what difficult. happens. Yeah, it, yeah. I that's the thing that I I just well between the Ukraine crap, this you know, and you know with <laughs> with the Goombas that are that we have that are going to be um, that are in the in the in the runnings for twenty twenty four, and mm-hmm. you know we don't have. It's like you know, I'll say I'll go this far. Like you have you ever been to the cat? Remember when you were at the Cafe Co? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this I is stole a few meals from that. Oh, place. I stole. I stole so much. Okay. Here's a here's a tip for anybody that's in that's in school. Um. So what you do? You take your you take your bag of bread or bagels. You take the last bagel. Don't eat it. And then you go to like your little cereal thing and you fill it up. You know, and like you, so you know how like they have the handle, you bring it down. And oh, you, so you're filling like a bagel. Bag you fill a bagel with bag cereal. with cereal. Yeah, yeah. With, I've done it with, uh, I, I've, I've done it with Captain Crunch. I've done it with, um, I've done it, I think I've done, yeah, Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms. I think Peggy has caught me like two, three times. Like, listen, I pay $8 every time I come through here. I'm not stealing. Like, if anything, <laughs> I'm helping yeah. you guys out by not wasting food, okay? So, True, and plus, yeah, like, yeah. I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some so, of this Captain Crunch was going to go to the dumpster anyway. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's – so, anyway, like, when we were at, like, when – it's like, when, when, the reason I bring up the cat yeah, is, right, like, right. you look at the the choices – and I shouldn't speak ill of the calf now because it's come a long way. But when we were in school, it was not great some days. You know, you're like, okay, so I have some stuff that's been kind of 
kind of baked onto like the you know baked onto like the sheet or whatever, and you have this that 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 or whatever. Yeah, school food, school yeah. food, you know. Yeah. And it's like, how are we supposed to be excited about these options? You know, like. You know, as a college student is, is, you know, and like, I know that's a terrible segue as far as American politics, but, you know, <laughs> it's hard to be like jazz about. Then again, it's like when you look at like the alternative, which I'm tired of like, you know, the left or whatever being like, hey, well, we're the lesser of two evils. Right. Sure. But, yeah. you know, it's like, damn. Yeah. I mean, how often are, how, 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 how long is this going to keep going? You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't even want to, to use the term the left in this case. It's not the left. It's yeah. like the center right. <laughs> it's the center right, yeah. which is left compared to, you know, we're about to fall off the sure. seesaw right. Right. You right. know, which, yeah, that's center right, if not right. You know, and that's the thing that scares me. It's like, you know, I, ever since 2020 happened, it's like, Okay, cool. Okay, I'll actually here's here's an apt here's an here's an apt way I'll describe this. Mm-hmm. It's like when we switched from um MediaCon to CenturyLink. Right. All right. right. We lived in Iowa City. <laughs> like we were not gonna go to MediaCon. MediaCon was Trump, right? Right, right. But CenturyLink, it was like slightly better, but it's there was Joe Biden. It was Joe Biden, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they didn't have the terrible customer service. Can you imagine Donald Trump on the phone? MediaCon, this is Donald Trump. I'm sorry, you know, can you imagine that, you know? <laughs> MediaCom Trump. That's a great great new character. <laughs> MediaCom Trump. <laughs> I would oh my god, can you imagine him with his little MediaCom shirt? Especially, you know, like if he does end up like, you know, losing or whatever, which is not gonna happen or whatever, or going to jail again, like, working at MediaCom would be hilarious. But um but anyway. Joe Biden is like having CenturyLink. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's, he's not, I'm on, he's on Bernie, you know, but he's like, you know, <laughs> I'm on his Bernie. I'm on his Bernie, you know, I'm on, not me, us, I'm on, you know, can you imagine? No, so uh, this is, ter- this might get us in trouble. We on. We on, we on. <laughs> but we can at least, we on. <laughs> we can at least admit that MediaCom is a bad man. Oh yeah, the worst. The worst. You know what I mean? Nobody's had And I pay for their service. God, good <laughs> lord. You know what I mean? It's like but you don't but that but when we had when we had uh when we had CenturyLink, it's like, man, like I'm not like I'm not like throwing I'm not burning bras to I'm not burning bras to this either, you know? Like I'm not like, you know, like you know, like like uh Is burning bras like a celebration? Yeah, burning bras, okay. yeah. I'm not like, you know, thank you. I'm not like, you know, throwing like uh what's it called? I'm not like throwing confetti for this either, you sure, know? Right, like right. it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not the fastest, but it's not MediaCom, I guess. You know, it's one that's kind of yeah. like their. It's not a bad metaphor, actually. <laughs> Thank you. You know, like cable companies, it's not quite as mono, monopolistic now. Monopolistic. As it used to be. Yeah, it's not as monopolistic. Yeah, yes. think, yeah. Not, but yeah. it is still like, you know, you may have two to three choices that are all pretty bad. Dude, it's funny. <laughs> it's I'll, American politics. You know, well, it's, it's because it's all. It's all part of the same. It's all part of the same system, economic system, which thinking. runs everything. You know, right. it's, yeah. it's funny you say that. Well, not funny, but it's it's interesting because, like, I think it's funny. Well, <laughs> no, I think it's well, <laughs> well. Last week, Justin, I was actually thinking about like a lot of times. You know, for like on a brief aside to music, like when I think about like a lot of uh, like whether I think a lot of philosophical ideas or whatever, and I think about something kind of pithy, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great uh, album title. One idea I thought about was the illusion of choice. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, just because, you know, anymore, it's a, uh, whether like, I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot of times when I go somewhere um, and, and like, for instance, like Walmart's a great example where it's like, 
you know, I'm looking for all these different things or whatever, you know, but it's like really it's the same four or five things I always get. You know what I mean? Like my mind's conditioned to get ice cream, fries, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'm right. always grabbing. That's sort of the nutritional the, pyramid. The nutritional period. Thank ice you. Ice cream and fries. Ice cream. Yeah. yeah. No, you should come to our Bottom house. Bottom level. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, you know, if you see how Tune eats, we eat like that too. He gets sure. it from He learns somewhere. it from. Yeah. 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 But it's like, but on a, on a, on a broader, more obviously more like stakes are high sort of thing. It is the illusion of choice, you know, where it's funny how like during November we tell people, yeah, just go out and vote. But really, we want you to vote for the people we think you should vote for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like that, obviously, you know, amongst like-minded folk, when we tell people to go to vote, we're not going to tell like our hip, hip, hooray, you know, like, right, you know, conservative folks, yeah, you should go out and vote. You know what I mean? Or whatever. We're not, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to tell the, tell it to those people. We're going to vote anyway. But like amongst folks that like are the most disenfranchised or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, where we believe our candidate is for that people, you know, for those people. Absolutely. You know, but it's like at the end of the day, you know, with like the two lame, you know, the two lame, the two lame food choices that you have, media commerce entry link, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to feel, it's hard to like, um, talk yourself into telling people to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. It gets harder and harder. I think I can take that metaphor to, to another. Please level. do. Cause you I'm, know, yeah, cause I'm running the, out. <laughs> the, the options at the, the big grocery stores are not flavorful and nutritional enough. We got to start making our own food. Damn right. You know, we got to tend to our gardens. <laughs> yes. We do got to tend to our gardens, you know, yeah. and it, like it's, you know, and it's like, that's the thing. It's like, how do we, I guess, how, how does one, like, do we just wait for like our, our crop, some of these crops to germinate? Like, say if we got like younger, like Bernie, obviously, you know, that rutabaga has been ready. The young you know, man. I, yeah. yeah. That, you know, that, that, that crop's been ready, man. But like, you got folks like, I don't know, like, you know, well, have you heard, you know, like, um, AOC, I don't know, that's a good example anymore, right? Or someone close, <laughs> yeah. or some, you know what I mean? Someone that could be like Bernie that was younger, we're, you know, waiting for that crop to germinate. Like, do we have to wait? <laughs> I don't four? know, man. Yeah, it's like participation in national politics is pretty fruitless. Oh, it's extremely. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I think that's the thing. I think, uh, and that's actually, I'm glad you bring that up because national, like, when I think there's nothing more futile than trying to stake your, stake your hopes especially with like the the crop that we have now mm-hmm. you know f- nationally there's no way like between I mean, obviously there's you know there's folks that you know that you don't want to put your like they hang your hat on that's that's it's sad that it's easier to think deductively than inductively you well, know yeah you yeah. know unfortunately but that's realistic it, at yeah. least you're not deluding yourself <laughs> that's no that's true like you know you don't yeah. want to be like you don't want to like nobody wants to feel like they want to bite the bullet but ultimately obviously when it comes to election day you know of course we're we're probably it's hard to resist the undercurrent you're like damn it fine i'll go but like who but knows, when it comes you know who knows right no shit but when it comes to like um like when you get down to state politics or when you get down to like the the more uh municipal it's a lot more it feels a lot more real, I think, right? Yeah. yeah it's, to an it's, extent, right? It's real because you probably know some of the people on yes. the ballot. Like John you, Green, right? I know John. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I've had, I had him on Rock Hard Caucus. Oh, you did? Like, that's, oh yeah, like that's back right. When, back when he won that first primary. That's right. Yeah. We interviewed him. It was good. You know, I felt like I had a good, good mm-hmm. relationship with him. But we can get real about this. All right. So yeah, 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 yeah. Once, once he was elected, he there was really like one major thing that mm-hmm. I ha- I had an issue with. Okay. There was this uh, like budget request thing from the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. They wanted like 
hundreds of thousands of dollars to get new body cameras oh. and like new because they, they already had cameras they oh. wanted they wanted new equipment right to, to upgrade their their body camera system mm. now part of his campaign when he was initially running he like name checked the iowa freedom riders which was that you know that mm. group you right. know protesting the cops and stuff mm-hmm. and you know this like defund the police abolish the police yeah type yep. people you mm-hmm. know he was doing lip service to stuff like that mm-hmm. including on our show Oh, you know, like because you know we, yeah. we that's the position that we were taking, absolutely. and we we're like, how do you feel about this stuff? You know, absolutely. And he was like, you know, pretty agreeable to it. So right. I was like, all right, absolutely. right on, dude, right on. But then you know this uh, this thing comes up with this, the sheriffs, and he's one of two supervisors who voted to give them the full amount that they the were hell? asking for. It's like, man, dude, what was it, <laughs> like the whole point was not to give them well, more to give money the, exactly, right? That's a right, like, <laughs> you know, it's not like yeah, it, right, you know, it's. There are there are good things that he's done in office. Absolutely, he, he was a big pusher for um, some of the the COVID like ARPA relief funds going to what what's called excluded workers, which includes like undocumented people who oh, live in good, the county because like they're not they're not in the system, so they weren't getting they any weren't of those relief that. checks oh, that we right. got. You know, well, so they should get some money. They live here. Yeah, and he he pushed that, and it, it was successful. So that's a great thing. That's good. But that cop thing just like really mm. turned off a lot of people. Oh, and why wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. what was it? 20, it was 2020 when shit just went, went down. You know, if we're going to talk about some real stuff. I mean, I remember during Rock Hard Caucus stuff, man, like I was worried for you, man. <laughs> I was really worried for you just because they were, I felt like they were just kind of unhinged. Yeah. You know, towards, well, so was I. Well, <laughs> but you know, wait. I, what do you mean? What do you mean? It unhinge against you guys. Oh, oh, you mean the, the cops. cops and and the people protesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not you guys. Yeah. You guys were fine. Well, I was out of my mind for a while. Well, I, but. For a second, yeah. I mean, I was checking uh, just to making sure that you got back in one piece and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but in all, but you got. It's not like you guys weren't. It wasn't some frivolous stuff. You guys were yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, can you imagine like if it were like? Can you imagine if it were just like some? All, I mean, not. Alt-right people in Iowa City or whatever, that would not fly. Just to an extent. Mostly. Mostly yeah. would not fly. I mean, fly. there are conservatives there, around here and there are Nazis around here. There, which scares <laughs> the shit out of me, you yeah. know. But, like, as far as, like, the bubble that we live in, relatively speaking, I mean, I guess it's easier to say that in 2020. Now, it seems like anymore, even Iowa City is just kind of like this, like, indigo little place rather than the blue stronghold it used to be. You, to an extent yeah yeah i mean i think the democratic party is still pretty powerful in johnson county but uh yeah i mean this is certainly not a it's not a progressive oasis in the way that people like to talk about it that's what i'm saying you know? yeah it's yeah. not right it's not like it's not like berkeley or oakland you know what i mean <laughs> it's not like it's not like Asheville, north carolina you know what i mean it's yeah. got that iowa it's got that i this new this neo iowa thinks to you know, our governor that, you know, as far as as how she's tainted it, it's kind of like how you put on that sepia lens. That's kind of what the state looks like now, you know, with like (laughs) a red shade, but you know, it's like, you know, when the shit was going down, right. A few years ago, I was just, you know, it did, it was really kind of awakening where you got to see people's true colors, you know, people that were like bitching about the graffiti or whatever, rather than like (laughs) the cause as to why you guys were marching, you know? And, and yeah, like, you know, the George Floyd stuff was definitely a big wake up call. And oh, I don't, I don't think I told you this. Um, now mm. <laughs> this might get my ass into trouble. <laughs> let's but go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Do you remember, um, remember that guy named King Nazi a few years oh, ago? Oh, right, right. You used to work with him or something. I right? did. Well, guess who reached out to me a few years ago? <laughs> 
How recently? Um, like two years ago. Okay. We might have talked about it. I don't know. So remember. it scared me because like he called me fella. I think he might have meant to we call We definitely me. talked about it. Oh, I, don't know did- if, I don't know if it was on mic, but we've talked we about ta- it. Yeah. yeah. It scared crap out of me because I could tell he was probably, probably trying not to say the word he probably fella, wouldn't. Yeah. He, he backspaced and wrote in fella. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I better like, he's probably thinking, I probably shouldn't say this. this down a notch. He's probably <laughs> shouldn't say this. I probably shouldn't say this to this fella, but, um, but he wrote like these giant paragraphs of like, you know, I've done nothing wrong to your family, fella, blah, 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 you know, yada, yada. And like this dude, I never thought that he was capable of such, you know, when they're talking about still waters run deep, they weren't playing like this guy. <laughs> I never thought that he would roll up Iowa City, call himself what he King Nazi, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you know, and then again, I don't know. Yeah, he was like making threats to my friends, uh, Oliver and Juliet, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I'm like, dude, it, it scared me because. If he lives in Mount Pleasant, instead of my parents, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. and my parents, they're, you know, I, God forbid anything happened to them, you know, and that, that got me kind of freaked out for a second. But yeah, man, I mean, looking back during the COVID years, and, you know, and obviously, you know, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be another reckoning here next year with, you know, national politics and stuff, but it's, uh, I'm just trying to enjoy what I have right now until it gets really bad, I guess. <laughs> If yeah, I could say that, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Optimism, dude. <laughs> Try, trying to be, right? Trying to let's, be. Um, let's listen to some music again, right? Because this is the music show, not the politics show. That's right. It is the music yeah. show. Sorry about Although that. Although it's, no, 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 no. I was participating as well. That's right. No, <laughs> like right. I said, the shows have merged now. So it's like, you know, we can talk about whatever at any time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but music. All right. What you so got? Uh, a band, an Iowa City band called Early Girl, they released a single recently called Evil Head. All right. This was released on October 1st. Uh, you can find their music at earlygirl.bandcamp.com. And uh, I had a, a good conversation with their bassist uh, like a week or two ago, Talera. That was that was fun. We had never really spoken, so it was nice to meet someone. Uh, so here is their song, Early Girl, Evil Head. Is it like Evil Dead? I don't know. I'm assuming. Probably. <laughs> here we go. Oh, you bastards. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? Your friends. I would rather be dead than see this to the end. 
That was Evil Head by Early Girl. Uh, Aaron, wow. Talera, August. Uh, great band. It's been a while since I've seen them live, but... Uh, are they from Iowa City? Yeah, they're in Iowa City. They play at Gabe's and Trumpet Blossom and stuff all the time. That is... That was awesome. Yeah, they're great. Um, that was also... You know, they have the full credits here on Bandcamp. Let me just say, uh, the recording and mixing was by my friend Dan Miller. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's got a studio out in West Liberty. And uh, mastered by Abe Anderson, who I don't think I know, but uh, everybody did a great job on that song. It sounds awesome. Wow. Good it, lyrics, good music, etc. Do you remember... Um, this rem- actually reminds me. Have, you remember watching the movie uh, Scott Pilgrim? Uh, I never watched that. Actually. Oh man, you would, yeah. I think you would like it. It, uh, it reminded me of uh, the band Sex Bombs uh, from <laughs> Sex Bombs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely got that like kind of like crunch, you know, like that punchy, crunchy kind of. I, I don't know. I forget what the the adjective is, but it's got that energy <laughs> or whatever to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like it. It also reminds me like of. Uh, you know, like a band that you hear from like Portland oh, from shit. a from Portlandia. That's good shit. Like grungy. Yeah, really grungy. Yeah. 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 Hey, and let's if- look at the tags that they put on here. Alternative. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Evil Dead. <laughs> hey, I think there was an Evil Dead reference in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh indie pop, indie rock, post punk, power pop, Raimi, like Sam Raimi, sure, the director. Raimi. Yeah. Riot Girl, Slay, Spooky. <laughs> would uh could uh would would I be remiss to throw in like 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 lo-fi shoegaze in there too. I think kind of yeah. You know there, you know there I mean? was some like like effects on the vocals and it, stuff. In terms of yeah, this this is gonna sound really nerdy and like <laughs> really just like kind of special in my head. But like in terms of like the chords that they use, you know, like going from um, the. Why like, don't you I, tell me the chord progression? I will be more than happy to. <laughs> I like how they're going from B to A to B to A, B major. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could you like could you like flesh it out there for me? It's hard to do with one hand. Oh, I guess it is. Oh yeah, you can fit fifths work. I brought out the accordion, everyone. I, yeah, and I don't have a mic for it, so it's just the vocal mic will pick up a little bit of it. Yeah, I, I I'll throw the I'll throw the third in there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it that's the thing. It um I don't know. I one thing I've learned with like shoegaze stuff, it definitely had a lot of those those sonic kind of qualities where it's like I don't know, to me where it's going it's going back from like from one flat 7. Yeah, the I love <laughs> subtonic. The, the subtonic is yeah, yeah. my favorite. It's basically in my opinion is a garlic powder of of quartz. It's like garlic the subtonic. Pow- the, yeah, in yeah. my opinion just because well, you hear in a lot of you hear like in a lot of in a lot of popular music more than you might think, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's definitely that money. It's definitely like, oh, that's that sweet spot. You know what I mean? You know, you hear the one six four five all the time, but when you throw in that flat seven, you know, when people and also too, uh, you, you have like a, you have like some. Um, forgive me for saying that, but you might you have like some. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, like a like a lot of like church praise music kind of like experience, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to play in church. Yeah. yeah. So like they th- they use that in a lot of music too. You know what I mean? Like contemporary Christian contemporary music. Christian. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the stuff that they want to do when they want to save people. You know what I mean? We're throwing <laughs> that we're gonna throw in that flat seven. You know, like yeah. Jesus is coming back. Like that. That's <laughs> that's that secret ingredient they put in there. That's the vanilla that they put into their. I'm gonna go to hell for that. But <laughs> the flat seven is the garlic is the garlic powder. It's the umami. Uh, well, you know that you know like the four one the 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 amen cadence. Oh, 
man. Yeah. Yes. It's got a similar feel. It does, doesn't it? The seven to one. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Did no. I tell you I'm teaching music theory now, by the way? Dude, that's can we can that's we That's why I remember what subtonic can, can was. Can we cheers to that? Sure, yeah. Actually, I know someone that's going to go to, uh, I won't say their name or whatever, but I know someone that's going to go to school for music at Kirkwood, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward for them to be one of your students. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm only on a year contract now, but it's going well. I would like to keep doing it. Dude, but, you know. can, can, can we talk about that? Like, what? how's that been for you? It's been fun. Like, I, nice. um, you know, I got my master's in 2014 in music composition, and then every job I've had since then has been kind of adjacent Yes. You know, not something that my degree really qualifies me for, but just something that I Mm. am good enough at and interested in. Yes. You know, I've been pretty lucky to have jobs that I like, you know, music mostly, you know, like it's related to to the thing I'm interested in. Um, But yeah, this this job teaching music theory at a community college, the job listing came up and I was like, oh, hey, it says they want people with master's degrees like me, (laughs) like me, I got this. (laughs) like the degree that I have. Wow. It's like when you don't see the job listings asking for that very much. No, it's like when you're house hunting or whatever. It's like this is literally everything that we that's literally the house I'm in right now. (laughs) Like this is my house. (laughs) You're not looking for houses. So but no, it's a that's great, man. I'm really happy for you. Are you um, are you going to like throw in like some comp? I'm assuming composition be part of that, too, to an extent or whatever. I mean, I'm really only teaching like one class like one cl- you know it's as i'm not like a full-time faculty or anything it's like adjunct adjunct know? got yeah. you but that's still cool that you're like you're teaching the basics mm-hmm. you know what i mean and honestly having someone like you that's able to break stuff down to the core right <laughs> you're able to like break down complicated shit you know and the simplest stuff too into even like subatomic levels so. yeah i've been told that i i display some patience when i'm teaching this stuff yes you do I, yes yeah like these are the white notes they're black notes <laughs> yeah yeah well it's really interesting you know like like that first music theory class people come into that maybe having already taken like high school ap music theory some of them mm-hmm. and then a lot of them come in with like they don't they've never read music what? You know? So it's like wow. it's like you're teaching to an audience that's a group of students where the the knowledge base coming in is like so all over. It's the so place. very wow, yeah. wow, wow. So wow, trying wow. to teach all of them at once, it's like how do you even do it? How do, how do you find like the like the the common denominator amongst this group of kids? Right, Can, right. Wow. When I'm talking about this super basic stuff that somebody's already known for years, yeah. <laughs> like, how do I keep that person engaged? You know, you know. Um, I think it's been going well, but no, I'm happy you know. for you, man. I, oh, here's an idea too. Like, I don't know. Have you? Uh, I you know, if I were to get into like teaching or whatever, one thing I always wanted to do was to. There's this program. Have you heard of a note flight? What is it? Noteflight.com. It's Note like a flight. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Here's another advertising thing, you know, for some <laughs> revenue for it. I'm kidding. So Noteflight, it's like this music pro. It's like Sibelius or Finale or right. whatever. Yeah. It's a Scroll. transcription thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. online and it's free. And a cool thing. And I always thought it'd be kind of interesting to uh, put that, especially in a classroom setting, because apparently it's evolved. It's been around for like almost 15 years, I think. But mm. In, especially in a classroom setting or whatever, they've had it where students are able to be on the computer going to no flight and like write shit and do stuff together. Oh, yeah. collaborate. Yeah, yeah collaborate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think there's stuff, I think like Soundation or whatever, where it's not like notation based, but you can like 
write beat, do beats and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you've heard about it or, or, or whatever, but yeah, you should check it out, man. For Yeah, I definitely have heard the word note flight. <laughs> Maybe from you. I don't know. But I never never looked into it really myself. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, oh, speaking about music, there's one. This may or may not be something I should share, but I'll keep <laughs> it very vague. So uh, one thing I've been trying to do more is to get into writing more you know, for a concert band and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I won't say who it is, but next year I will have a piece published. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. For, for concert band. I won't say the publisher or anything like that, but I'll okay. keep it. Yeah. It's all a secret. It's all a secret. Yeah. Even though like, uh, even though Bill Carson loved him to death, but he made me tell people, no I'm kidding, but <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'm supposed to keep that under wraps. Uh, I, I, I the way I took it is like not to put it on Facebook or whatever, but sure. I still have to yeah. work out. Some of like the, I'm sure to work out some parts to maybe make, make it more commercialized or whatever. But yeah, so that's a cool thing. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, man. If people buy it and you get money from it. Oh, yeah, great. man. Yeah. I, yeah, that's not even necessarily about the money, but just like, but yeah, but just to be able to, I think with composition, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure if we talked about like our, our muses or whatever. But like I know, like you and I, we had some common threads of like video game music and stuff like that, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like video games and cartoons. Video games and cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the music I listened to growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, I got into Weird Al and stuff when I was like nine. You know, but it's like, do you ever think about like when getting into music composition? What was going to be? Who were going to be your players? Who were? Who was going to be? Who were going to be the folks that were going to? Uh, kind of realize your music or was it going to be in my case, almost something that I would like play or whatever on like Sibelius or whatever. And I would hear it, but never really think so far as far as who was going to play it. Like, do you ever think about a real life person? Yeah. Like how, yeah. How it was going to be produced essentially like literal production of music when you're creating it or thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, getting in, when I started doing that stuff, I was like, I had no idea, you know, Oh. And then uh, that was sort of what was taught to me in college was like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, think about don't just write for an instrument or an existing an ensemble that's like a standard ensemble. Don't just think of like string quartets, whatever. Compose to like actual people, you know. Yes. Which I think is a very valuable thing. I mean, that's that's like where good music comes from, I think. I, like, that. I mean, most of the music you hear is like the result of collaboration between people who know each other well. Egg, right? Exactly. And you know what? And that's something I think I've learned from you a lot, actually, through these, the collaboration piece, just because there's only so much that there's only so many breadcrumbs that you can lay out. Like as a, I mean, obviously, if you're writing something or whatever, the breadcrumbs are out there for someone to follow and ideally to play. But as far oh, as, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But as far as like how they pick them up or whatever, you can't control that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. You I know, mean, and if if you right? want like some music that you wrote, if, if we're talking about like the traditional sort of like a mm-hmm. composer performer, it's being performed in recital halls and stuff. Exactly. If you want that to happen like more than once, <laughs> yeah. it's best to write like for someone you're friends with. Exactly. And well, then they will want to keep using it. You right. Know? Could you imagine if like, that, but that's different from publishing like a band piece that, you know, and that's funny. You Hopefully people will play that. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because it's, it's a whole, I would love talking about this with you because it's like, I, and I learned a lot from you about this too, because with like, when you do with like how you do a lot of collaborations and stuff, if my, if I may like speak about that or whatever, I feel like you're able to know, and you're able to know how like you vibe with somebody, how mm. you play with them. 
And like, I bet when you write for somebody or like think of like these collaborative kind of scenes or whatever, like you, you set the mood for it so that knowing the person like, here, we're probably going to go, I may not know exactly where they're going to take this, but here is the environment here. Here is like the Petri dish where these cultures are going to do their thing. Mm, like you, yeah. you definitely seem to have cultivated that right kind of environment, that right space, you know? And that's something like, that's an interesting, it's interesting that you, that you describe it that way. Cause like I haven't like written like traditional like music on a staff for anybody in a while. Mm-hmm. The, the last piece I can remember writing was, uh, this summer with, um, my friend Christine Burke. Yeah. We, yeah. we like put a, put an ensemble together and I wrote, uh, a text piece. So like it's just instructions written in text. Oh, it's cool. like a three part piece called, um, <laughs> can't even remember the name <laughs> of my own piece. Uh, Noise music talk is what it's called. Oh, nice. Noise music talk. And so there are three sections, one of noise, one of music, and one of talk. Oh, nice. And it's a piece with radios. So two radios mm-hmm. across from each other on the stage and then a group of instrumentalists. Nice. And that's like open-ended. Mm-hmm. But that's like basically the piece is that yeah. I'm really just setting up a situation yes. for a group of people to be in. I'm Thanks. not even like writing the music. Right. Like it's so Miles Davis of you, if you think about it, you know, because he's like, yeah, let's go out there, you know, we're just going to, you know, and play. And that's, and that's really the essence of it, you know? And I know like it sucks because like for me, you know, with band music, cause like, you know, it's kind of like the illusion of choice thing for me. It's like, whenever I want to write something, I'm always thinking towards those big, I always want to go big. I always want to write for band. I always right. want to write for, I never You're think. You're sort of thinking about more of like a concrete idea exactly. and how to execute it. And it. Yeah. And it's, I know like there are ways, there are, you know, different ways to get to the ultimate end result, you know, where right. it's like, it's like with me and cooking, it's like, I throw a bunch of shit together and I just like. I just make it, I just try to make that shit happen, you know? Like, <laughs> I know that these ingredients are going to work well together because damn it, they have before and I'm going to do it again, you know? Sure, yeah. And it's right, going right. to, it's going to look like this, you know? Like, I'm going to try and see this through because I have a vision. I'm going to fall, I'm going to make sure these breadcrumbs sort of get to where I want to get to. Um, and then come hell or high water. Some, like, they might get lost a little way, but they eventually going to meander this way. But like, I never think of it being like, I try to like, I need to remind myself, like, it's okay to think kind of, like, inductively, like, well, what if, you know, like, someone could bring in, so you know, like, stone soup, you know, and that stone <laughs> soup could turn into, like, the most delicious shit you've ever had. Sure, and if had, you're open to the, if you're the open, uh, yeah. offerings of others. Yeah. It's like, yeah. the exactly, and it's like, and that's the thing, with band, unfortunately, that's why I wanted to get into that space, because let's be honest, band music, you already know, like, just from the title, um, <laughs> just for the damn title. Um, there are conventions. There are yes. conventions. Yes. If you go by Earth, Wind, Fire, or Water, the band piece has written itself. You know, like <laughs> the air above us or something so mundane. Flight. I love the flight. Thank you. Flight. <laughs> flight. I mean, that's a real piece, isn't it? It is. A, a flight? In flight is yeah. a real piece. In flight. In right? flight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I really yeah. like that piece just because. I'm pretty sure I played it. I don't really remember it. It's a. Yeah, it's a, it's got that, it's got that subtonic in there. If you listen, you know, I'm sure yeah, it does. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing with, with the reason, I, you know, and for me, like concert band is where I got into it, you know, and choir too, those big sounds and stuff like that. But let's be honest, it's like you write for that piece. You are, there are definitely some conventions that you kind of are gravitated towards, you know? Right. Yeah. And yeah. For, because there, you know, people have found what works found for, what for works. this group of instruments. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest with you, Justin, as far as expediency is expediency <laughs> is concerned, boy, there's nothing greater than being like, Oh, this shit, like, man, 
already have all these instruments. They already know their role. Yeah, we, right, we, right. we got an we yeah. got an engine going. Yeah, it's it's not so conducive to like uh, experimentation no. or like discovery of n- new stuff. <clears throat> but it's it's like that's I mean that's the that's the the system is like mm, thank you. Most bands are like an educational ensemble at a school. Yup. The the directors are looking for a certain level of difficulty. Yep. They already <laughs> know they already know yeah. the the piece that they win the program to an extent they already know the composers right. you know there's already a group of standards there's yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing about it where like it's funny because while i'm really happy that i'm gonna have music that's out there mm-hmm. i'm like well wait a minute like what are my next pieces gonna look like are they gonna be fabrications of what i think is gonna sell you know what i'm saying where like because ultimately i want to like obviously i want to write stuff that people are gonna play yada yada but i don't want to like sell myself out either you know you know, it's a, it's a very, yeah. it's a very sticky position, you know, where like, I just want to be in a place where I write, but I also want to be where like, I want to like write stuff that hasn't, this sounds really can and I'm sorry, but I want to, <laughs> I, I want to write stuff that hasn't been heard before. You know what I mean? No, like, I be, well, yeah. You I know mean, what that's, I mean? that's what, like, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you get into music why would you, exactly. to do what's already been done? But yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And, but but what's already been done is what people are well, comfortable we, with. Thank you. And, and it's less... It's less challenging to make to execute it in yeah. reality. So it makes sense to to choose the easy path. But it is. It is easy. And it, it is though. That's the a thing. reason people do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, uh, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you don't. I, I don't think anyone makes a lot of money off of music publishing. They don't. Right? No. Unless you're like. <laughs> I feel like it's like an MLM. There's a handful of people. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like a it's like yeah. an MLM situation. You know. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, that's the thing. I. It'd be cool, for instance, to like throw in some aleatoric kind of stuff. Things that like are gonna ch- shift conventions a little bit but yeah, it's like yeah. if you do that too much it's like well are like people gonna like seek your stuff out or like am i gonna be that nigerian american guy that's gonna put out like music that is gonna be like oh let's you know he's gonna hopefully do some stuff about his homeland or you know what i mean or like you know <laughs> you can draw him in with that you yeah. draw right you the, know the dei band the, thank you yeah <laughs> and that's the thing and luckily you know the good thing honestly, is honestly if that works you should try shit, that. <laughs> man, for real though and i think I, I think i've been told that it's like we don't want you to write just because you're the black guy but then again it's like that's nowadays though like a lot of composers out there are people of color, are LGBTQ folks, women, these underrepresented, upper underrepresented yeah. folks that are coming out there. If you people know? are making an actual effort to exactly. program those people, Damn that's right. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, the last thing I want to do is write to the heavens and the skies. You know, to be honest, like, I love, like, you know, the swear engine stuff, all those folks, you know, they've been doing the game for a while, but it's my God. They like, know how a band works. And they, they know, know how the band good. works. They yeah. know what sounds good. Yeah. But, you know, they, isn't, let's be honest, they've heard, I guarantee you, the new, the piece that they put out there is going to be it's something that they've, they've essentially been heard before. Mm -hmm. it's going to be like a different it's just going to be a different like color a different coloration or whatever you know instead of like a horn solo it might be an oboe and a tuba tuba solo or something like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know but like i that's a big challenge for me justin it's like i want to i want to be able to like you know go off of what you know go off of like you know the template Mm -hmm. but be able to paint the template that Stretch the boundaries. Stretch your boundaries yeah. a little bit, you know, because... But not enough for people to throw it away. Right. You know, you want people to play it, but it's like, yeah, you don't want, like... I don't want to play stuff that has already been heard before just because it the music's... Or, the band world is already saturated with, you know, that, you know, the very... You know, the band, the bandstration sound, if you will. Right. So, yeah. like, it'll be... I don't know, man. Like, I, I there's some ideas I might, like, bounce off, like, maybe... 
that'd be a whole other thing just to talk about like how to you know how to like educate kids or whatever in a group like that you know and be able to get them to think differently you know in that in a group setting or whatever finding a mm-hmm. way to finding a way to introduce different ideas you know yeah that's a, that's such a more hands-on oh, activity though you know it's, it it's different from like sending something to a publisher and then they you yeah. can buy from them you like, have to yeah the purchase of that piece doesn't mean that derosia shows up and teaches no. you the piece. <laughs> no 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 and that's the thing yeah. and and that's the thing like i mean luckily thanks to like folks like bill carson you know you know he's been big proponent of playing new stuff mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. he's very much so is and i I'll Did definitely your music before. Yeah, yeah, and like I'll give him credit too because he's we played a lot of interesting stuff out there where we might have read it a couple of times and we've programmed it and like Alex Shapiro is a really good one that um we should all should like you should, I'll just send some stuff your way to play sometime. She's definitely one that like I met I met her last year at mm-hmm. a convention and she got me to really think about like just writing just for the hell of it, whether it gets published or not. Mm. And like, she's got, she's got a damn like rock band, like essentially built in, you know, one of her pieces, you know, nice. like, you know, so she like, wrote for like concert band plus like electric guitar. And so exactly electric guitar. That's the thing. Even something as novel, novel as an electric guitar, like <laughs> for God's sakes, like that. Ooh. Ooh, right. You tell it to James Swerge. I like, can't find an electric guitar <laughs> player at the college. I'm exactly. Sure. <laughs> right. Thank you. It's like, Basically, when it comes to concert band, it's like the most the most exotic they get is like if they get like a you know, is they get a solo for solo for Barry Sachs, or they have like different uh, percussion instruments or whatever they mm-hmm. have. You know what I mean? Where they have percussion is always the most experimental section. Oh, it really yeah. is. Like they're like, oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have an African drum. You know, we're gonna have like an African shake array, and they could, of course, they mispronounce it or whatever. This is our African piece called, you know, Zimbabwe Delights or whatever by, you know, by some old white guy that had no nose. I was, uh, I was playing. Uh, I told you before we were we were recording this that I've been playing a lot of F zero ninety nine. Yes, on the Switch. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night I. So it shows you like everyone's names uh-huh. that you're playing with. There's 99 people per race, right? Yeah. One of the people that I placed near while I was racing last night, his name was Jim Bobway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really good. Dude, that's awesome. I Okay, that's Jim Bobway. Jim that's, Bobway. <laughs> that's, you know, even if he's not from Zimbabwe, I got to give him credit, credit for that. That's yeah. freaking hilarious. No, man, but it's, um, I, I, I'm looking forward to writing again, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, and frankly, just being, I think talking to you and stuff like that, being able to just talk to other composers again, I've been so bad at that, mm. but I miss it. Yeah. You know, not, I'm not at all like a networker. You no, know I, mean? I am. I'm not either. Yeah. But it's like being able to like just to talk, like I keep, I, I, that's why, that's what I keep forgetting that there's something really kind of mentally stimulating and kind of like emotion, you know, like spiritually stimulating as a musician. So yeah. You, yeah. You know, and just being able to just talk about this stuff and just, uh, you know, because every time, like, I'm, I'm back to the drawing board, it's like, you know, going back to losing the choice where it's like I'm always – my fingers always shift to those similar sonorities over and over again. Right, right. It's like yeah. you already – when you go to Walmart, it's like you go straight to your vegetables, you, you know, straight to, like, your f- French fries and ice cream, you know, or whatever. <laughs> you know, you – you know, like you fool yourself into thinking, hey, like I'm going grocery shopping. I don't really make a list, but I'm going to get the stuff that I think that I might want or whatever. But it's like I'm back to like the grooves that I've kind of crafted out a long time ago rather than, you know, actually branching out and getting stuff that might be 
good for me or whatever for my family rather than the same the same old crap yeah which chords are the best for my son would you (laughs) (laughs) um i always used to use this chord a lot oh a7 oh i'm not hitting the with that on top oh with the sharp nine yeah 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 Yeah, play that again because i want to i really want to hear that let me see if all four of these pitches will come out if not i can hum for you this is what i want there it is Yeah, that C is like not. The C is like kind of like yeah. It's like I can't push enough air through because <laughs> you can't like you don't want to because it'll be different if you threw the C with the C sharp because right. that's, I, I wanted it the octave. You want it, yeah. You yeah. wanted that, but there it is together. Uh, These four notes. I like that. Have you? No, there's a. I wonder if you could do that because. Um, no, 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 no. Never mind. That's an, actually you know. Could you do that with like the with the flat nine and the sharp nine together? Flat nine and sharp nine. Yeah, so B flat C, yeah. Oh, B flat also. Yeah, it might might be require all five of your fingers, yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when it's all together, it's really crunchy. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think I tried messing with that. I need to get a new piano, but like, I think I tried messing with that. I'm like, that is hella crunchy. That's with the B flat up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like two trains in conversion. Yeah, that's almost like an octatonic chord. It's yeah, like... actually. It sounds like something from... Um... It's actually... Actually, because you're also playing the... Because you're playing the harmonic... Uh, playing the har- um, what the hell is it? You're... Goddamn. You're accordion. It sounds like yeah, uh, yeah, something yeah. from... Uh... From uh, Breath of the Wild, doesn't it? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like you're in some Gerudo town or Rito town. <laughs> I'm not very good at this instrument. No, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> it sounds like you need a like heart. Uh, do you have a heart? Uh, what the hell is it called? Melodica? Oh, I don't have one. But, uh, that, should... It's a similar sound. Yes, yeah, because yeah. it's just blowing air through blowing reeds. Air through yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like a saxophone, pretty much. Where'd you Where'd you get that from? Uh, my mom found it at like an antique store, and Dude, it was in like shockingly good shape. That isn't shockingly yeah, good. I shape. haven't done any work on it. This just came like this. Dude, that that should be like in your next project of sorts, man. I did record something with it over the summer. Like uh, somebody needed a Adrian Green was his name. He uh. He was participating in the Iowa Choreography Festival, and he needed like some music to oh, nice. to put a dance together to. And the the top the the subject of the piece was like being stranded on an island, and so I, I threw some like long like accordion kinda. tones in it. Like, well, not that it was a, it was a minor <laughs> it was a right minor chord. Yeah, it was like one of these, really slow and quiet in the mix. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hard instrument because like look at all these buttons on yeah, the yeah because each one of those buttons represents a chord quality yeah, right or a bass note over here it's just like a note wow oh my god the first two columns are just a bass note and then mm-hmm. it's a major minor I think seventh yeah yeah like a dominant seventh mm-hmm. and then a diminished is it diminished. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah it, is. it sounded like an E, sounded like an E seven, but because you're playing the B, because I had played because you, yeah. one right before that, yeah. So yeah. like when you play the notes like on the keyboard, does it play like the melody on top of that too, or like is that another way you can play it? Like, it's, yeah, basically like you're you're doing like the harmony stuff with your left hand with okay. these buttons, and then you can play. Oh my goodness. Wow, it's hard to do while sitting, but like I can because you're you <laughs> yeah, I'm using use my it. leg now to move it. But uh, yeah, people who are really good at accordion are like very weird. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> have you seen that Weird Al movie? I really want to see it. Yeah, I did see that. Is, uh, it, is it good? It's pretty good. I mean, it's like uh, it's sort of like a cameo fest. Oh like, yeah, because <laughs> like he's Weird Al is like friends with a whole bunch of famous people because he's just like really nice. You know? Oh yeah. So like all of them are in the movie at some point. Like all of his friends. Oh hell yeah! It's fun though. You know Daniel Daniel Radcliffe doing <laughs> this like melodramatic serious take on Weird Al. It, it's like a serious take within a, a parody movie. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It. He he really nails the the tone of it. Awesomeness. Yeah. No, I had to I had to check it out. Have you, um, well, besides uh, Zero 99 and stuff, or did you, oh yeah, did you watch the Mario movie? I have not watched that. It's, um, for what it is, it's not bad for what yeah. it is. Yeah. He's kind of going there, you know, with, uh, there's no plot whatsoever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> um, I just looked at the clock. I got to go to work. Oh, yes. I mean, I don't have to leave right now, but I'm just, I'm just saying oh, we, yeah, should yeah, prob- yeah. we should probably wrap soon so I can get to work in about 40 minutes right on right on man so what how do you want to close out what should we do what should we do man <laughs> you I'm, haven't played that at I all. i have not played that at all you want to play something let's play something yeah okay. i would love to play some okay all right maybe we'll close out that way oh yeah you should uh we should do like some uh so i'm assuming you got like your harmonic your, your accord why don't i know instruments your accordion is like some uh off the sea shit or whatever i don't know you set the room my friend you set the room okay i'll try to play I'll try to make a nice texture with this. My headphones are like on the wrong side of the stand here. Do you, want, do you, do you mind if I stand? No, you can stand. Awesome. I figure this might be so I don't bonk nothing. So I think this is as low as it'll go.
Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It <laughs> always likes to just like crap out a few notes if you if you bump it at all. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> what key was that in? I don't even know what we were playing. It was like a D. I really like you know. I, I feel like you're doing that uh, D. It's like kind of like a octatonic situation you got going on, like D fridge. But like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was like a modal something in like a modal D key. D, yeah, D was what we kept coming back to, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I love it because it, it works for it works for my kind of instrument. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> No. All right. Uh, maybe I should throw something on the end of this. Too. Let's do it, man. We listen to something, and that'll be the closer. Um, do you have anything else coming up, or anything that you would like yeah. you know anyone listening to know about? Um. So my son, he's going to be two in a in a month and a half. So yeah. any parents in the any parents that are listening that want to provide some free advice, I'm always down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, better uh, parenting tips or whatever. No, Sarah does an amazing job. I love what she does. She's a great mom. Um, honestly, that's about it. Um, yeah. I will be at a. I will be. Uh, I play with the concert. I play with the Co Collars Concert Band. Um, wonderful group. Um, I still, and of course, with Fold Out uh, mm-hmm. this Saturday. Um, and then I will be at the Midwest Clinic, um, chilling out my business cards. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I will. Um, I will meet the guy that I'll meet the person. Um, the uh, what's it called my uh, publisher. Meet him for the first time. Oh, cool. um, now once again, I still need to meet with them to talk up, discuss the changes that would need to happen with the piece. Mm-hmm. Um, really, that's, I'm telling you, man, being a parent and, you know, of course, having a house and, you know, having pets and stuff like that. We, ha- uh, we have a, we have a puppy that his name's Garth. He's a little asshole, but <laughs> <laughs> really, that's, that's about it, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you mind if I plug a couple of things that Pl- I'm doing? Please do. Yes. All right. So, uh, again, this is going to happen before the episode is, is released. So uh, this is just sort of me bragging, but uh, <laughs> uh, my friend David Clare and I, we're going to be playing music at the Englert Theater on October 15th, mm-hmm. and we're opening for Werner Herzog. That's right. <laughs> Dude, that how, do we, how do we not talk about that? Are you like excited about this? Of course. Yeah. Okay, it's good. Be really yeah. Cool. Someone said that are going to have, uh, Ver- uh, is it Werner or Werner? I mean, I think it's Werner. He's, He's German, German, so it's so like Werner, yeah. yeah. Are, you should get him up sta- on, on stage to like do some stuff with y'all. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So what what does he do again? I keep forgetting. Well, he's a film director. That's right. Mainly. That's right. And he's going to be, uh, he's re- released like an autobiography, I think. And he's going to be like talking about it and reading from it, I think, at that this is, event. Dude, that's... It's part of a film festival. Proud of you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Awesome, man. Uh, and stuff that's happening after this episode will be released um october 26th if you are in indianapolis uh my group bcj's peas which is me and brian pankrot and jason palomara although all of the performances i'm about to tell you about it's just me and brian (laughs) (laughs) um but we're going to be uh playing at the amp at 16 tech in indianapolis with jason palomara's uh ensemble disensemble which is uh, something he directs at the school he works at the 26th in indianapolis uh November 9th at the Institute for Studies of Ancient Cultures in Chicago, Illinois. Another BCJ's Peas show uh, with saxophonist Tom Snydacker, who I have not met, but that should be a fun show. Uh, November 10th, the day after that, we'll be playing at Fargo Venue in DeKalb, Illinois. Hmm. November 11th, BCJ's Peas in Chicago at the Color Club. That should be a good one. And this one, people... uh, 
who listen to this will probably be in the vicinity of this one. November 17th, BCJ's P's at Public Space One Close House in Iowa City. November 17th. And uh, M. Denny will be joining us for that show. That'll be a good time. That's our like hometown show. And then, uh, although the Chicago one is Brian's hometown show because he's in Chicago. Mm. I'm in a band with a guy who lives four hours that way. <laughs> it's kind of hard to practice, but we have been doing it pretty regularly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last the last show of this BCJ's P's uh, tour, in quotes, mm. uh, we're going to be playing at the Galesburg Community Arts Center November 18th in Galesburg, Illinois. All right. So if you are nearby for any of those and would like to hear some uh, strange music <laughs> involving a baritone saxophone and a guitar and a shitload of electronics. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, I think we're fairly accessible for what we are oh absolutely <laughs> i think you, people might like it i like the remixes that i don't know if it was uh, i know it was with chris emery that you've done some stuff with mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah when we when we were last together i thought that was some really cool shit that you guys did together thank you yeah um i was actually meaning to tell you an, um a brief thing about we, what i've listened to um i guarantee you, i think you really like him uh, darcy james argue Darcy James, what? Argue, like argue. argue. Yeah, yeah, he's a um, Canadian guy. He's <laughs> a band. He's a band leader. Uh, he wrote a. He, he so he directs like a group called the Secret Society. He's like this jazz like group or whatever and yeah. they, from Brooklyn. And he wrote. He did an album based on like uh, Buckminster Fullerene's uh, idea of uh, dynamic dynamic maximum tension. Oh wow! It is that guy was weird. Oh, he was hella weird. <laughs> like, there's like some dynamic. Like when I looked it up on Wikipedia, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the music, like, it's when I've heard it, I'm like, oh my god! It's a uh, so basically like each of the pieces that they've done together that he's composed is based off like. So he wrote a piece based off like uh marie curie for instance um uh yeah of course buck mr fullerene um all, like all these figures like whatever from back in the back in the day or whatever a lot of cool shit um yeah it's it's really cool yeah yeah so yeah uh darcy james argue okay and that's another of DeRoche's plugs. <laughs> yes. I don't know him personally, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, since uh, since David and I are going to be opening for Werner Herzog, maybe to close out today's show, episode 125 of I Hear I See Radio, the sixth anniversary episode with DeRoche Guamna, I'm going to play the closing track from an album that David and I released on September 1st. The album is called Now and Forever. Very proud of it. I, I really like this album that David and I put together. Nice. The final track is called Offer. And it's a you know, it's the shortest track. So that's why I'm putting it here at the end, because I have to go to work. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, DeRosia, for joining me once again for thank the anniversary. You. Enjoy and, the cake, man. Happy anniversary, bro. Yeah, thank you. I didn't mention the cake. That was another of the the gifts brought to me by the guests. <laughs> uh, here is Offer by me, Justin K. Comer, and David Clare. And thank you. Goodbye.
Okay, first of all, I do not believe that Seattle best and final contract offer to the workers in Racine, Wisconsin and Burlington, Iowa, who have been on strike for about eight months. Walkouts. Union leaders criticized the company's latest contract proposal. May your joy be complete as you hear his voice now and forever.